welcome back to another episode of Reeking Havoc, the world's weirdest podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. I know it has been a long time, but some of those things have been out of my control. Uh, we've had some recent struggles of lately, of late, but uh, one of the biggest was my laptop one morning felt the need to not turn on or be functional anymore. So I had to get a new one. With that being said, trying to set this Zoom back up again, it wasn't that it was difficult, it was I was just not thinking through it clearly. But I figured it out, we're back, boom pow. And you'll notice at the beginning you did not hear that guitar riff I made. That is because on my other laptop I still have to extract the hard drive because the laptop's broken so I need to get the fancy little screwdriver to get those things out so I can actually get the hard drive and try to back it up. But that's why there is no guitar riff at the intro of this. Which I'm a little sad about. Uh, it was the first guitar riff I actually ever actually made. And I liked it. It was a cool intro. But this gives me an opportunity. Maybe I want to make a new intro. I'm going to turn my mouse off here so the batteries don't die on it. Because the batteries, for some reason, keep dying in that thing. But regardless, maybe I'm going to make a new intro. Maybe I'm going to just re-record that one. Who knows? The world is my oyster. And so is this intro. But regardless, till then, you will have no intro besides the welcome to another episode of Reading Havoc, the world's weirdest podcast. Today is a hot button topic. Might be get some uh, unpopular opinions. You might not like it. You might not like what I have to say. Guess what? I don't care. Because we're all free to have our own opinions. You can think what you want. I can think what I want. And that's the beautiful thing about this world is it doesn't matter. And no one really actually cares about your opinion. Especially mine. You probably don't care about my opinion, but that's fantastic. By the way, if you're listening and you enjoy this, be a friend, tell a friend. If you don't, just pretend it never happened, I guess. We'll just move on with our day. Like it never even happened. But yeah, if you like this show, be a friend, tell a friend. And yes, I did get that from Pat McAfee, but I really liked it, so I am going to use it too. Today's hot button topic... COVID-19, the pandemic. It has been almost a year now. Actually, it's been over a year now since the original lockdown countrywide happened. And uh, got some opinions on it. We're going to share them. So let's get a really, really brief breakdown of the whole what happened. It started in China, then it went through Europe, then it came here. And then by March, we were shut down. I don't remember exact dates on this, so just bear with me. We were shut down for a long time, like complete quarantine, nothing was open besides the grocery stores. It was madness, absolute chaos. And then around the beginning of summer, end of spring type deal, things started opening back up. Uh, restaurants were opening, yada, yada, yada. Uh, low capacities, stuff like that. Then it got to full capacity. And then we were shut down for two weeks around, I want to say, late June. I think it was around the 4th of July, if I'm correct. Might have been a little before that or after. I think it was before. Shut down for two weeks again. That at least is here in Michigan. And then we opened back up. We're open for a while. Then around November, the state got shut down again. Other states did too. I'm speaking more off of Michigan than the rest of the country here. But And then we were closed from mid-November Kept getting told we were going to reopen. Didn't happen, didn't happen, didn't happen. Finally got our opening in February, early February. 
Uh, it was limited seating in restaurants, all that type of good stuff. Not even everything was open at the time. And then now apparently we're considering shutting back down again. I don't know. I know we have a lot of cases here or something like that. We've like eight out of the ten counties in the country. I don't know. It's hard to believe any of these stats. It's just something I'm going to talk about here. But regardless, let me take you through my journey. That was what happened on the outside. This is more my journey. So I was at school, junior year, having a great time. We knew about COVID. Did we know how serious it was? No, not really. It was more not, it was something that wasn't happening directly here. So it was kind of a, this is what's happening in the world. This is a thing. This is serious. You know, all that good stuff. And then we, our classes, I remember this very specifically. I had a night class. It was a Tuesday night class. Professor was awesome. Great dude. I uh, was talking with him after class. I was like, hey, do you, do you think it's going to happen? He's like, I, I don't think we can do it. I don't think it'll switch to that. Uh, I think we're just going to finish up the semester and see what happens. Thursday's class. Now uh, we started getting emails from the school about just be aware if you check in your email just in case. Then, after my Thursday class, he was like, this might be our last class. Throughout the class, and all of a sudden, we got an email in that class that, hey, classes are going online. So that was the last in-person class that I had, that of the end of my junior year. But we were still allowed on campus. Uh, the cafeteria was takeout only, so that's self-explanatory. But we were still on campus for some reason, even though everything was closed and you couldn't really do anything. Uh, we didn't have to wear masks. Yeah, we didn't have to wear masks yet. Didn't even own one yet. Uh, so that was happening. And then there was one day, I believe it was a Tuesday or Wednesday. It was about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. We got an email. You need to be out by 5. Which, for those of you that have been to college and have lived on campus, three hours isn't exactly enough time to... Uh, pack your stuff up and clean the place and set everything back to normal and get out, which it wasn't. And so we had to maneuver our way through that, take as much as we could. They did tell us later in the day that, hey, we'll let you guys come back when things clear up so get the rest of your stuff. But still, you got to take basically everything because a lot of that stuff's important. So then quarantine happens. And then, you know, go home, all that fun stuff. And over this whole time, that was like my main spiel about my situation with how quarantine first started. Uh, If you've listened to this show before, you obviously know my senior year, how that started out and what kind of a footing we got onto that with those restrictions and whatnot. But regardless, that's a little bit about my journey. But these are, first off, before I even get into my opinions or thoughts, I am not a scientist or any person regarding the medical field. If it doesn't involve, like, exercising or sports science, and even with those two, I'm not this PhD grandmaster of that stuff, I'm not a science person. These do not come from a scientific spot necessarily. I'm not dumb, so I you know, can make inquiries and still have a valid opinion, I think. But what, I'm not trying to sit here and everything I'm saying, I don't want to be taken as literal. This is No, that's not it. I'm not an expert. But 
I think I have some valuable opinions that I've learned over the past year and change dealing with this. So let's dive in. My very first number one thing out the gate, when COVID first came, I was concerned. Like I said, not being a medical person, when the new disease comes, I don't know what it is. I don't know how to fight it. I have a pretty good immune system myself. I don't really get sick. Uh, so that was just that, my thoughts. I was like, yeah, it seems pretty serious, especially if they're going to shut the country down like this is probably the real deal. And I, I felt that way for a while. And, you know, as you saw the numbers and deaths rising and all that, you know, it did sink in a little fear. You know, this is serious. This is a real deal. However, looking back, we understand things a little more. There are some things we know did happen. We do know for sure that the numbers aren't always accurate. Everyone, if you have social media or you follow this COVID thing relatively closely, we've all probably seen the video of Elon Musk taking a swab from each nostril. One tested positive, one didn't. So right out the gate, that's something we can't trust is the testing. Number two, we do know there were situations because hospitals got relief stuff. If they had patients with COVID or patients dying from COVID, we do know that this did happen. Where hospitals were marking COVID deaths when it was not an actual COVID death. This is stuff that did happen. So now you can't trust the numbers. And that's where all this the all comes back to is the trusting of the numbers because you see these, not the first shutdown, but the second, third, fourth, 25th shutdown of everything. It, it all happened because we're looking at the science and we're looking at the numbers. Well, if you can't trust the numbers and you can't trust the science because the tests aren't right, what do you trust? And that's where everything with what happened starts falling apart for me. I'm not one of those people that thinks it was this grand illusion created by the government or anything like that. I'm not saying that. I think it is a man created disease like I know we've done this we've created diseases I don't know if this all that part's true I know there's been different strains of COVID since the 50s but I don't yeah I'm not entirely sure if it's a man made disease or whatnot honestly I don't really care it doesn't change my opinions on anything to be honest but I don't think it was this bioterrorism used by governments and the elites to get us all you know I, I don't think that I mean, I will say never let a good crisis go to waste is politics 101. So we definitely saw that play out. But I mean, I, I got tested quite a bit when I was at school. And my, my first thought about the whole testing was we couldn't have a vaccine because we didn't know what it was. How do you test for something you don't know what it is? If, if medical people out there, I'd love to hear opinions on this because I, I genuinely don't get that. If you don't know what something is, how do you test for it? And, and what is it testing? Because if you have, the, like, let's say you have the flu, could you still test positive for COVID? What if you have bronchitis? Could you still test positive for COVID? I, I just, I, I never really fully understood that. And then along with that, Another thing that really bothered me when, like, with the testing and all of that kind of a mess was the symptoms. Like, you'd see the symptoms on, like, restaurants or businesses if you're feeling any... You're describing every single symptom of anything. 
Like you could have be hung over and hit nine out of the ten symptoms. So I, I don't get that. Like, why is it every symptom in the book? Oh, people experience it differently. Once again, that's something that just doesn't make sense to me. Not being a medical person, I don't get how one disease you can have every single symptom in the world. My thought would be, though, is it's not the case. There's probably certain symptoms for it. And even people who have tested positive for COVID that have symptoms that are probably irregular, maybe they didn't actually have it because the test is invalid and you can't... It it, it all kind of connects together because if one thing it can't be trusted, you can't trust the whole thing. It's like if you have one bad beam in a house, you can't trust it to stand. If you have, like... Common sports thing, team's only as strong as its weakest link. If your weakest link is weak, the team will be weak. And so that's where I'm at. If you can't trust one part of it, how do you trust any of it? And why do we put blind faith into it? That's what I don't get. My second thing. I do think there is definitely, I will, like I said earlier, I don't think this was a government-mandated crazy MK Ultra manipulation to strike us down or to do whatever. I do, however, think that the politics have become a part of it, though. I said, don't make let a good crisis go to waste. Very true. And they did not. I mean, it turned the country upside down. You saw no large gatherings. But then it can't get traced in protests. I'm not saying anything about the protests either. I'm not saying they shouldn't have happened. I'm just saying you have maskless protests with tens of thousands of people. And then they're saying it's spreading because restaurants were open. Like, sorry, I just don't believe that. I also don't think the restaurants in Michigan were just these all carriers of everything. I I just don't. You can't convince me that. Especially because... This is another thing that I think was really dumb when you like talking about restaurants or, or bowling alleys or top golf, like any of these places. You have to wear a mask in there. Once you're sitting down, you can take it off. Like, I don't know. We make this up as we go. I'm telling you, we make it up as we go. Like D2 and D3 athletes have to wear a mask while they're playing. D1 doesn't. Is that because it's televised? Probably. Wouldn't doubt it. But once again, it doesn't make sense. And another thing, why do the players and coaches have to wear masks and socially distance during the game? If you've been watching the March Madness, the players are sitting in the stands like 35 feet apart from each other. They got to go up into the stands sometimes, depending where your seat is. And if you're not playing, you have to wear a mask. These goods get tested all the time. If you test negative on the day of the game, And everyone there has tested negative. Why do you all wear it? I don't get that. And Which leads me into my next point about masks. Do I believe in masks? No. Ooh, cancel me. I said I don't believe in masks. I'm waiting for it. Here it comes. It's not that I don't think... Like, okay, we're talking those surgical K92 or whatever the initials for that thing is. Okay, yeah, I'll believe in that mask because it's... Like super, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's it's a very compact, tightly sealed. It's it's locking you down. You ain't, you ain't catching anything through that. But the little ones we wear, no, come on. And I also I can't remember who said this. 
I feel like it might have been Fauci, but that the mask doesn't protect you, but it protects you from others. Think about that and think about how dumb that sounds. Like, I'm sorry. It's just... Sorry for this graphic analogy, but this is the best I can come up with. Condoms protect you from pregnancy STDs. What if, if on the box it said, it's not here to protect you, but it protects others. Would you use it? No. I mean, yeah, you would still, but like the purpose of it would be completely defeated. It's supposed to protect both parties involved, not just one. And so once again, I, I just think that's dumb. Especially when you see people in cars alone driving with their mask. Like, what are you doing? Who are you helping? You want to keep breathing in that CO2? Good for you. But what are you doing? It looks weird. And it makes no sense. I'd be like wearing sunglasses at night or sunscreen indoors. I just don't want to catch that sun. You know, it could come in through the windows. It could come in through the roof. I don't know. Doesn't make sense, folks. Doesn't it does not make any sense. And all these little things, they start piling up and piling up and piling up. And at some point, we as a society have to start asking these questions to the people in charge. We put blind faith in Dr. Fauci. I'm just gonna say it. Unpopular opinion, I know, because we all apparently worship him in this country as this grand leader and master of the science world. When did we just begin to trust one person? Yeah, there's a lot of doctors and scientists saying that, this and that, similar things to Fauci. But there's also a lot saying the other side. I have nothing against the dude. I don't. I know he's smart and he has good intentions. I hope. I can't say for sure, but I hope at least he has good intentions. But this is a dude. You can look it up. This is not a lie. This is not cap. Go look this up on YouTube right now. 60-minute interview. Dr. Fauci talks about masks, how you don't need to wear them. And then all of a sudden, he flips the script. Yeah, you need them. Everyone needs them. Now we got to wear two, three? Come on. Pick a lane. Pick a lane. And, you know, they can be like, well, we learned more. Did you learn more? Instead of wearing two masks, make a better mask. Or is that just a crazy idea? I could be wrong. Like I said, not a medical person. But in my opinion, instead of, for example, let's say it's a little chilly outside. Instead of wearing two t-shirts, guess what I'm going to do? I'm throwing a long sleeve. Cut the middle man out. Save laundry. You know, common sense. So when they say, you need two masks. I have a buddy out at Kelvin. He's got to wear two masks. Does that make any sense? No, absolutely not. But we live in a world that doesn't make sense. Which leads me now into another point. Why aren't we opening? Yeah, long pause of silence there. I really want you to think about that one. What, what good comes out of not opening? We've been living in fear for over a year now. And if we think it's just going to magically disappear, that's not how diseases work. The flu still comes back every year. I also, I was talking with someone in the medical field, quick little interjection about the flu. They're like, oh, our flu numbers are way down. Huh. I tell you, it's not because of the masks. People are like, oh, well, 
flu numbers are down because a lot of people are wearing masks. No, that's a silly thought. You're probably not even testing for flu at this point, for starters. Number two, if masks were effective, why would flu numbers be going down and COVID be going up? Huh, nothing to see there. Just another thing. It's common sense. If you just look at one thing and believe that one thing without looking at the other variables, then one, you probably didn't pass third grade math when you started with graphs. Because X, Y gets affected by X. X is the number there. That's that one number. You could believe X until you see Y. That's why we have two things on a graph. Simple things. You, I hate when people just take one thing and believe that one thing. They saw something on, uh, don't get me started on people seeing things on Twitter or the internet, like social media internet, and just believe in it. It's nonsense. It happens all the time. That's, this is why I would not use social media if I didn't use it to promote this, my music, stuff like that. Otherwise, I'd, I'd stay to probably Reddit because I enjoy Reddit because I can find threads I'm interested in and it's not toxic conversations. But Twitter's out here canceling. Okay, I'm going to get off into a rant there. I'm sorry. I don't even remember what I was talking about. I'm so fired up about Twitter now. Oh, opening, reopening. Okay, so we... We reopen, and then we close, and then we reopen, and then we close, and then we reopen, and then we close. Makes no sense. Like, honestly, when we closed in November, obviously we all know because it was Thanksgiving and Christmas, got it, yeah, okay. Closed in the summer, around 4th of July, no coincidence there. Like, use your eyes, people. That's, that's, that's all I really got to say. I'm not saying... That COVID's fake. I'm not saying that it's not a serious disease or anything like that. I mean, it has a pretty high survival rate. Obviously, we've lost hundreds of thousands of people to it. Not saying that. Not saying it's not serious, but at some point, we as a nation, as the world, we gotta move on and start getting back to normal life because people are losing their minds. You're losing their minds in isolation. It happens. We've seen how bad this has taken an effect on mental health in this country. Suicide rates are up. It's terrible. We see small businesses going under, which is just going to lead to more big corporations. It's not good. The disease itself, obviously, is not good. We have vaccines rolling out, though. We've learned a lot. Whether that's being used by our government, I can't comment on, but... We as the people have learned a lot. It's time to take that step forward back to normalcy. I saw these states that are, are going maskless getting a ton of flack. And one, that's why we have a, different, a separation between states and Fed. But I mean, listen, I said this at the beginning, and it might have been harsh at the beginning, but now, if you, if you really don't want to get it, don't go anywhere. But I've, I've known people who have gotten it that don't go anywhere. If you're going to get it, you're going to get it. It's not something you can really, I mean, you, you can think you can avoid it, but can you? Who knows? Who knows? But that's just, I'm sick of hearing it. I'm sick of hearing COVID, social distancing, masks. I can tell you what, when we're done with masks, I'm burning all of them. Going to have a nice roast. Nice mask fire. Because I'm sick of every time I I got in the car the other day with a friend of mine. He's like, you got your mask. 
And I was like, I'm so sad that that's a question now. It's like a part of your wardrobe. And then not only on top of that, but just capitalizing off that. We're not giving away free masks. It's just, You have to buy them now. Like, how sick is that? If you're saying I need a mask to protect myself, but then you have to pay for that mask. I don't know about you guys, but that seems kind of dumb. And then another thing, too. <sighs> These relief bills. Look, I, I get that... Uh, a lot of these, the, this money that's being sent out in these stimulus, that they've have definitely helped people for sure, hundred percent. But I also know, I was listening to the radio the other day. Radio host talking about, you know, when it gets in, I'm gonna get myself a pair of new boots. I'm gonna take a vacation with my stimulus money. Our government's just giving out money. If we're gonna do it, we need to give it to people who actually need it, not just if you qualify for the. I know rich people that are getting it. Does that make any sense? No. We're spending trillions of dollars making the U.S. dollar a joke because we're just printing money. There's so many things that play a factor with all this. And it's disgusting that, I'll say it, the government has been using it to their advantage. I mean, a lot of things are falling apart in this world. I don't, don't want to get into all of that because, I mean, hey, I could already be canceled for the, my thoughts on masks and whatnot so why not add more things to the list for people to cancel me for but no we're not going to do that at least not yet but that's my rant it's over it's done with it's my opinion on COVID I'm, I'm sick of it I'm going to be honest with y'all I'm sick of it ready to move on ready to get back to my normal life still be aware of it like if there was a wild bear actually no bears are awesome not going to use that as an example if hmm See, this is tough. I love animals. And I was going to say King Kong, but I love King Kong. I'm rooting for King Kong, so we're going to go Godzilla. All right. Let's say Godzilla's running rampant in Michigan. Then it's a good time to stay indoors, be afraid. But if we kill Godzilla, or we have Godzilla-proof homes, or there was a magic thing we could put into our bodies that would make Godzilla not be able to see us, you're still aware he's there. I don't want to, like, go poke him or anything. But, I mean, you could probably get back to normal life for the most part. Well, that's probably not a great analogy. I understand that. But I'm making these on the fly. I'm normally, I'm like 8 out of 10 with analogies. Sometimes they're really, really good. And you're like, wow, that was a cool way to put it. And other times, it's a swing and a miss. That was a bunt. That analogy was a bunt. It wasn't terrible, but it didn't f mesh perfectly. It, it came out way better in my head. But, I mean, comparing a disease to Godzilla is kind of tough because one is a physical thing you can, like, shoot, and you can't really shoot COVID. If you could, it'd be sweet, but you can't. Moving on, though, folks. That was a lot of negativity. It's beautiful outside today. I'm not trying to have a negative day. It's good to be back on the mic. I'll tell you that. I missed it. Uh, I mean, I, I got a better class situation this half the semester, so hopefully I'll be able to get on here more. Uh, part of it comes down to I just got to I gotta do it more. Uh, a lot of the things I want to do, though, I got to put in the research for, which I've been lacking a little bit. Uh, working on a, some side projects right now uh, without giving too much away because I don't want to reveal it to the people yet. Total couple people about it. But uh, working on a, a cartoon show, actually. I'm writing a cartoon show right now. So that's something I've been spending a lot of time on. Really enjoying it. Trying to get this first episode... Uh, 
completely written before I uh, start talk, talking about it more publicly and putting that stuff out there. Uh, another thing I'm going to get into, I, I haven't figured out how to upload that yet, but I also haven't looked into even how to upload it yet. I was just making some. It was uh, NFTs. Uh, for those of you that don't know, it's basically like artwork or t- it's anything, literally anything you online, and it's uh, digital art that people pay for you, like only original coffee, stuff like that. It's pretty cool, uh, especially for someone like myself who likes to make art. Um, it's definitely something I'm going to take advantage of, and I've been drawing a lot more lately, which is cool, but that's the problem is I don't have, there's not enough hours in the day sometimes. Like, I have been putting some things on the back burner a little bit, which I got to get better at, but, I mean, I, I do a lot of things, and I got to schedule it out better instead of the way I have been, which is just not scheduling it, which is just doing certain things, which, I mean, I have put a lot of time into the, the uh, cartoon show, but... It's neglected a little bit in the other things, but we're getting back to it. We're trying to get better on schedule, which is the way my classes are set up. makes it easier to be on a schedule. So on a fun note, let me tell you folks about the Oculus Quest 2. If you don't know what that is, it is a virtual reality headset and not one of those weird ones where you put your phone in or anything like that. No, this is the real deal. This is VR at its finest. And it's a great time. I tell you what, I, I get lost in that. I call it the realm because it is a realm. You're in a whole new world when you're in that, and it's super cool and super fun and exciting, and everyone, for the most part, that has partaked in it has a good time with it. Uh, both my parents have tried it on. They have fun with it. Uh, my dad stumbled over one time, thought the couch was really there, which, hey, I'll be the f- first time I did VR. I was playing ping pong. I tried to lean on the table. Table was not there, and I fell forward. Happens to the best of us. I gotta figure out how to get the glasses thing in there for my mom, cause uh, vision's a little blurry for her. But that thing is confusing. I tell you what, trying to get that glasses thing in there is hard. I don't know if I have to take out the other thing. If any of you quest owners out there know how to do that, please shoot me an email, cause I don't. I've tried to find it, but I'll figure it out one way or another. But yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I mean, even if you don't like playing the game side of it, uh, there's a lot you can... I mean, I was watching March Madness in there. I watch movies in there, Netflix. Um, there's a lot of cool... Like, I got to go in the Krusty Krab. I got to see SpongeBob's house. Just do a lot of cool things you wouldn't think about doing, especially the nature stuff. That's I love nature. I've seen almost every nature documentary on Netflix. It's probably my claim to fame, which is depressing. But, um, yeah, it's awesome. I love going in the coral reefs, swimming with clownfish, seeing sharks. It's super cool. I love the safari stuff in there. I, I can spend a lot of time doing that. I do love the games, though. I mean, like, I'm a gamer, and and the, I've played... I haven't really even touched my Xbox much lately. Uh, just been sticking with the Oculus. Because you don't need to play it for long, either, which is, like, the nice thing. Like, if you're playing Xbox... I play a lot of sports games, so if you play, if, even if you could play one game in Madden, it's going to take me like 10 minutes to even before I'm in the game just because of loading times and all that stuff, and then it's probably like 30 to 45 minutes of playing the game, and then, you know, another 10 minutes advancing and all that stuff, so you're spending about an hour on that just to play one game when I could hop in the Oculus, play like 15 games of ping pong in like 20 minutes, and then I'm, you know, ready for bed. It's cool, it's cool. It's easy to get lost in there. Definitely easy to get lost in there. 
there's just a lot to do, um, a lot of fun things to do. I'm excited. Uh, good old Polly, he's gonna be getting one soon. Um, so that'll be fun. It's definitely something I haven't done the multiplayer yet. Like as far as with someone I know, uh, I've played with other people I've never met before online. That's really fun too. It's a really healthy community, which is not something you see a ton in video games. But yeah, no, it's a very healthy community, uh, very helpful, friendly, which is not something I expected, but it was a very nice surprise. But it'll be exciting when he gets that. Uh, when we when we can get a stream going with that. That'd be kind of fun to do a little little podcast from the realm. That should be a really cool idea. I'm going to figure out a way to do that. I know how to cast it. See, this is my thoughts. I know how to... You can cast it. So I can cast it on my phone or my laptop. So I know for sure if I... Yeah, okay. I could cast to my laptop, screen record that video. The only thing would be picking up audio, which I could put an AirPod in. And then I could do a voice recording and just have to time that up. How would I get his audio, though? Well, I guess if I got the audio through the Oculus. Yeah, okay. So, you can record, I believe, in the Oculus. So, I've recorded that. Yeah, I have to time up with three different things together. But it's definitely possible. Thank you for holding there with me while I was thinking that out loud. Which I've noticed with this. I do this quite a bit. And I'm sorry if it bothers you. But sometimes I will just think through my thought on this podcast. That's one of the things that makes the world's weirdest podcast. Because I never know what a conversation's going to go. Like, I fully came in today. I knew I was talking about COVID, obviously. I had that planned out and what I wanted to say with that stuff. But I was like, I'm, one, not going to be able to talk about this for probably more than a half hour, which I didn't. I think it was like 20, 25 minutes I talked about it. But I just knew I was going to get too upset and I was going to want to change tones to a little something lighter. Because I like to do that. You know, we've had serious conversations on here before. But I like to turn it around lighter. Because I want this to be a fun podcast. You know, we have serious conversations, obviously, with everything that happened at school. You guys have been there for that. You've been there for the serious conversations, but you've been there for the fun ones. And that's what we're here to be weird, to talk about things that you don't think to talk about. Like I got, uh, send me episodes, actually. Uh, I want to do this with, with Family Guy, Rick, any adult cartoon show. I've probably seen it. It's basically all I watch at night. Uh, but I'm probably going to start with a Family Guy episode. Just It's one of my favorite shows. And just do like a super aggressive breakdown of the episode, like things that are like super cool with, because Seth MacFarlane is a wizard. He's the creator of Family Guy, if you don't know. He's also the voice of Ted, incredible lounge singer. He's got a, he's super talented, is my point. And uh, he does some really cool things throughout every episode that if you weren't paying attention, if you were just watching the episode, you watched the episode, you'd be like, would probably miss, but... Me being the crazy person I am, I notice these things because why not when you're watching a cartoon show that's supposed to make you laugh, notice the little tiny details. But I guess that's what they're there for. You wouldn't put them in there if you didn't care that someone would see them. So I guess I'm that someone that saw them. But yeah, that's uh, something I want to do a little bit. Uh, we'll probably do a draft day special one just because I love football and I love the draft and I hope the Lions don't suck, but we got Motor City Dan Campbell, so get excited. We're taking kneecaps this year, baby. Yeah, Motor City Dan Campbell. If you don't know who that is, MCDC, uh, just look up Dan Campbell first press conference. Electric. Absolutely electric. Talks about biting kneecaps, then getting beat down, then biting the other kneecap, then the next time taking a chunk of flesh. He's the football dudes of football dudes, and I'm excited to have him in Detroit. Will it be the fix? You heard it here first? Yep.
Not the first year. I'll, I'll say this. Everyone's going to be expecting us to be good this year. We're not. Uh, I mean, not having Stafford, it's going to hurt in general. Uh, we lost Marvin Jones, Kenny Galladay. We cut a couple guys on defense. Depending how the draft goes, I could see us at 7-9, and 8-8. Eight and eight. Which, hey, you know, it's not going to be the best draft spot, but I'm not those. I hate teams that tank, and I hate when fans want their team to lose for a draft spot. It pisses me off. You're not a real fan. You're not. If you don't want your team to win every game, don't root. Don't watch. If you're rooting for the team to lose, it's messed up. Never should be rooting for a team to. I'm sorry, I stopped there. I just thought I heard shoveling, which would make no sense because it's like 60 degrees outside and we haven't had snow in a while, which is fantastic. Gotta love no snow. Gotta love the no snow. But yeah, no, shoot me an episode. If there's one in particular, a fam- we're going to start with Family Guy. So send me a Family Guy episode if you got one in particular that you would like me to overly break down for you. Uh, probably, I'm going to say this first, not any of the Stewie and Brian Road 2s because there's so much to break down in those. And I want to start with more of the basic episodes first because like Road to Multiverse, for example, I could just sit there and probably talk about that episode for six hours. And I want these to be like super in-depth that they're almost annoyingly in-depth. So yeah, we'll probably start with more of a simple episode and then see what happens from there. Hope everyone's been doing well. Uh, I'm getting ready to graduate here in a little over a month, May 8th. Super excited to be done with college. Man, does time fly by. I thought high school went fast. College flew. Absolutely flew. Freshman year of college, I was like, wow, that went pretty fast. And then now I'm looking back at freshman year of college, and it's like, wow, it has been three years since then. What happened to my life? Who am I? Because a lot has changed since then. We're evolving. It's kind of a weird thing to think about. You ever just look back at your past self and be like, wow, I sucked. And then you look at yourself now and you're like, "Huh, I suck a little less. Great feeling. It's a great feeling looking in the mirror and be like, wow, not as bad as I used to be. Probably a terrible way of looking at it. It's probably a better way to be like, oh, I was great, but now I'm even greater. No, not, not how I, I view these things. I will say one thing I am super excited about. Been skinny my whole life. I might have talked about this in the last episode. Sorry if I'm repeating myself. Been skinny my whole life. Uh, finally been able to put on some weight and get a little bigger. So that's super exciting for me. I've uh, got a great workout partner. Um, and it, it's just fun. It's just fun to get back into that realm. Shoulders been acting up lately. Uh, worried I might need to get that looked at soon because it's not getting better. Which is a little scary because... Injuries like that, shoulders are tough. It's tough to bounce back from those. And I mean, I, I had a shoulder injury in football that where this all started, but it's just so bad. It's so messed up. Like it, you won't be able to hear it on the mic, but it cracks every time I move it any direction in any particular way. So that'll be something we'll have to look into. Uh, yeah, honestly, a little shorter episode today. I didn't know how long the COVID talk was gonna happen for. Um, I didn't want it to go super, super long today just because probably a little rusty. Haven't done this in a little bit. I think it's been a little, it might be over, it's definitely over a month. I think it was January. I don't know. Whatever though, it's been a while since I released an episode. It's at least been a month. No, it wasn't January. There might be one in February. I could be wrong. But I think I'm right that it was in February. If it wasn't, tough. But yeah, no, I I didn't do any practice for this or anything. For, yeah, I actually got asked that the other day. If someone asked if I practiced for my podcast, no. We practiced the first one 
like four times. It wasn't about a particular topic. We more just practiced on the mic, talking and, and seeing how it goes and what worked and what didn't work, trying to get – it was more about Paul and I getting the chemistry together to not talk over each other and see how we transition between things and ideas together. Uh, but other than that, that was the only time we ever practiced an episode. Episodes two through however many, I think 13 – this will be 13, maybe 14. Yeah, don't practice them. Because that's not what I want it to be. I don't want this to be this super clean, crisp, perfect show. Because I'm not that way in real life. None of us are that way in real life. And I want it to be something people can connect with, connect to, and, and feel like they're a part of the show. Obviously, we're not at the point where we're taking callers or anything like that. But I definitely do listen to feedback I get from you guys, which I appreciate. And besides that, though... I just I want this to be more of a like a real life show. Like I, I got a text in the last one and I know it wasn't everyone's favorite thing, but actually I my mom was the only one who didn't like that. She's like, Don't answer text stuff. It's like I mean it was actually an important text I needed to answer. And recording wise, I don't it's not easy to cut when you just end the recording, start back up. It doesn't sound natural. And so yeah, that happened. Didn't get a text today. Actually, I don't even know where my phone is right now, so there's that. I heard it vibrate earlier, but I, when you hear something in the headphones, because obviously I wear headphones when I'm recording this, you just hear the noise, but you don't see, I mean, you can't see vibrations, but you don't get like how far away it is from you type deal, just because it vibrates through the table. It's on the table somewhere, but it vibrates like through the table into the mic, and then that's what I hear, so... Super over explanation for that there, but yeah, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm having fun with this. Good to be back on the mic. Um, would like to do some more soon here, so stay tuned. I'm not going to guarantee anything right now just because I never know with my schedule how things are turning out. Oh, one quick last thing we are shooting a music video right now, so that will be coming out in a to be determined time. But we have done some shooting for it, we still have a decent amount more shooting because we want this to be good, so be excited for that. That'll be on the way. We'll keep you updated with that. Keep you updated with the new show, too. So, yeah. In the meantime, until next time, have a great day. Once again, if you like the show, be a friend. Tell a friend. If you didn't, pretend this never happened. We never even crossed paths. Till next time, folks. Peace and love, y'all.